uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for all the people that's listening and chiming in. You didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. So I appreciate you doing that. Hopefully that way, if we can learn how to agree to disagree, and we can live like people. When I make the hard topics, I say the hard things, I make the thing itch scratch. So if your itch is not scratching, and you're scratching on the itch, maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror. So I'm not here for no drama. I'm not here for no nothing. Just to learn, 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 and edify. This is from learning situations only. So I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So, again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. These streets keep calling me. They don't want me to leave the light behind. Staring at stars, wishing I had time. Well, my kids need food and my girl needs me. Sometimes I dream that I'm finally free So baby, don't play me, I ain't no toy I'm a prisoner here, but I still make noise And I'm a child and I'm bowing with all my voice I'm a street kid now, but one day I'll be an island boy I'm just trying to make it, I'm an island boy Island boy, I'm an island boy Recently, on September 24th, 2013, in an article written by Christopher Klein, posted on the History Channel webpage, he bears witness to what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said in 1972 about American planes scouting around with bombs that were capable of ripping this wheel apart. The article's headline reads, A newly declassified document reveals how close the United States came to accidentally detonating a nuclear bomb on North Carolina in 1961. The article states, quote, On January 23rd, 1961, a B-52 Stratofortress bomber patrolled the night skies over the Atlantic Ocean. It was three days after the presidential inauguration of President John F. Kennedy. And with the Cold War in a full freeze, American bombers such as this one carrying a pair of 3.8 megaton Mark 39 hydrogen bombs were kept airborne at all times to defend the country. Many hours had passed since the B-52 took off from Seymour Johnson Air Force Base near Goldsboro, North Carolina, when something suddenly went wrong. Fuel started to gush out of a leak in the plane. 19 tons of fuel were lost in just two minutes. And as the pilot attempted to limp back to Goldsboro, the right wing suddenly sheared from the plane. The bomber plunged into a tailspin and began to break up. Six of the eight crewmen ejected. As the plane spiraled to earth, the bombs, each of which were 260 times more powerful than the nuclear weapon dropped on Hiroshima, broke loose and plunged to the ground as well. Five of the men 
who were ejected parachuted to safety. The other three crew members were killed in the crash. Well, you might think, what about these supersonic planes that America and others are making now? The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, yes, but they won't be around. Why won't they be around? It's not that the wheel is going to destroy them, but there's going to be a war. And most of your Air Force America will be destroyed by each other in the war that is now coming up. Listen to what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad says on this in the Theology of Time on the 9th of July, 1972. In his lecture, he says, this plane goes above the earth 40 miles to unload those bombs on America. She gets up 40 miles. Oh, you say, we have that right. But brother, when this plane unloads her deadly destruction, you won't have any planes up there. No, they won't fly up there with your jets. They are going to get rid of your jets on the ground first. You may ask how they're going to do that. Mr. Muhammad, they'll do it like this. He said, the first thing they will do, they will go and destroy all America's airplane bases, and they will also destroy her planes that you see running up in the air now at the speed of sound, at a terrific speed of a gunshot, and even faster than that. What is the speed of a gunshot? The little weapon that you, my little brother, have in your hands may be a nine millimeter. And the speed that that bullet flies at when it leaves the chamber is at 1,250 feet per second or 1.11 times faster than the speed of sound. The Glock pistol used by the police, when its bullet leaves the chamber, it travels at 1,230 feet per second or 1.09 times faster than the speed of sound. The military weapon, the M16 rifle, or civilian AR-15 rifle, when its bullets leave the chamber, it travels at 3,110 feet per second or 2.77 times faster than the speed of sound. Well, what is the speed of sound? The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us it is 1,120 feet per second. Now they are going to get rid of these fast planes first. How are they going to get rid of them? Elijah Muhammad says, yes, they're going to make her and her enemies get rid of them. Oh, yes. America has some enemies that have the same thing that America has. So put them to fighting first and make them get rid of each other. That will just about do it. They will almost kill or destroy each other. This is what they're driving them to do now. As one scientist on the wheel said, America, the Caucasian was not worth using no such high explosion on. 
just wasn't worth it. So let me tell you about the high explosive you are not even worthy of. What is this high explosive? Oh, but we'll get to that later in the broadcast. Hey, y'all. Just want y'all to listen to that. Um, I think y'all need to worry, uh, look at, I think it's in Second King about Elijah going up into the well. The Bible talks about Elijah goes up into the well. It was Elijah and Elijah, Elijah one, Elijah and Elijah one. And he was walking Elijah. And then he was getting ready to leave to go go with the most high. He go into the spaceship. So, uh, you know, that y'all got to read the story. And, and when he was, when he was saying that, that story of Elijah and Elijah, um, came up to me and so happened last night I was you know going over and, and that scripture came up and this came up and y'all should believe that the will within the will is in the scriptures man those are our forefathers our ancestors but I got something else I want to say to y'all First of all, I want to thank the Most High for all he do for us, y'all. Knowingly and unknowingly. Second of all, I want to thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross, bringing us back to the Most High bosom. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Yahweh Shai, for all you do for us. Knowingly and unknowingly. And I want to thank all my interstate people for listening, y'all. I know you ain't have to do it, but you did it anyway. And I want to thank all my out-of-state people for listening. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. Sugar down. Sugar down. Sugar down, down. Sugar down. Sugar down. Sugar down. Hey, y'all. This phase. The topic that came into my spirit this morning is the modern day the modern day house nigger this is the topic that I'm going to talk about today the modern day house nigger so we already know um, through slavery there was the field Negro and it was the house Negro. That was the old way. Now, this is the new way. There's the common, there's the common man and there is the celebrities that are Uncle Tom and, this, and the common man are field niggas the celebrities are house niggas oh why you say that Faith? why you say that all these celebrity dudes all these celebrity women I'm talking about the black ones and the latino ones They are house niggas. And then what the house nigga do is they get they get successful and plant their lifestyle on us. And when they plant their lifestyle on us, oh, we got these money, we doing this, we doing these big things and all this. When they plot that, that give us, that give us the mindset that's where we want to be. For all means necessary. All means necessary. I need to be a baller like that. Yeah. So. Being a baller y'all. You had to debunk your morals. You had to debunk your values. And you got to debunk your manhood. And your sisterhood. 
You got to debunk all the rational and righteousness out of you in order to do that. What you talking about, Faze? What you talking about, Faze? I'm going to tell you. You know, all these the, the entertainers are getting paid by Jewish people. Jewish people got a, they got the they got the entertainment business locked down. They got the TV business got locked down. They got they got the music industry locked down, so forth and so on, locked down. So now, you know, now we see a lot of stuff happening. Like now, Kanye, not not now, um, Kyrie is being suspended for doing nothing. Kyrie is being suspended for doing nothing. Well, what you talking about, Faye? What you talking about? If you don't understand what's going on, he said, you know, you know, what's wrong with learning your history? He said he went on Amazon and seen something very fascinating about something and he, he and he posted it on his his site. And the Jewish people didn't like what he had posted on his site. Now they had the Jewish people put their muscle to make him be suspended because he didn't apologize. The man apologized so much that even he apologized so much that he didn't really mean it, but he had to apologize. Huh? So if you, if you got, so what's, what's more in value being money, having your money or being your own man, because they're not their own person. When you in there getting paid by them, you're not, you, you can't say nothing and you can't, especially when you see the outcry of what's going on with their people. And like I say, the football players, you already know they, they ain't nothing, they, they ain't nothing but big ass, strong ass man. And, and they simple as hell. Why you say that, Faye? Why you say that? Why they gotta be simple? For one thing, another black man kneeled down trying to do something because it was hurting his heart to to um because how they killing these young people, black people in these streets. He lost his career. Ain't nine black people, nah, they should have just stopped. Playing football, just like how they doing Kyrie. They should just stop playing foot basketball. But they ain't on one accord. That's why they not their own man. They run around here showing y'all that they balling, y'all. These niggas not their own man. We are own man. We might be poor people. We might be common people. But we are own man. They're not their own man and they're not their own woman. They got to go in order to for them to be in that status. They got to go suck somebody else's penis. Literally sucking on a boot, getting jabbed in the buttocks. This is actually how they losing their manhood. Faith, I ain't getting doing that. I ain't got to do it. But you, you may not have literally done that. But that's the position that you are in, in your, in, 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 in the manhood that you have your own person being your own person. How can you be, all these white people got millions and millions of dollars, but they their own person. These Jewish people, they, these Jewish people uh, put all this bad stuff about black men and black women. And they program and put all this stuff out for them. For, for us to be in our own demise. Now, the Most High is opening up your eyes and showing y'all who's the real, who, who's the real at fault at this stuff. Because uh, you, you just follow the foot track, man. That's all you got to do is follow the foot trails of the righteousness. You're right. The Bible said, the Bible said, um, let your yay be yay, 
and let your nay be nay, but anything else is evil. You right? So if I'm telling the truth, right, and I'm letting my yay be, and I ain't, and I ain't, ain't, ain't so I'm letting my yay be yay. I'm telling the truth. I ain't, I ain't my opinion and my thoughts or I feel or it shouldn't have been like that, but we should. I'm giving you straight, 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 straight facts. And these people sitting up here and projecting our livelihood and the way we look at each other and professing us killing us, us in the street by all this wickedness. And like I said, and y'all running behind just like that D.L. Hughley dude. The unvaccinated and messing it up for the vaccinated. Telling you, y'all. That other singer, whatever that, that singer name, I forgot his name, off top little light-skinned dude telling, oh, y'all go get vaccinated. You see how... How they setting up telling black people to get vaccinated and y'all listening to these people who are puppets, who think they got a life, but when these people come knocking on their door, they got to do it and then they continue being successful. Just like you're going to hear a lot more people done sold out their people. Snoop Dogg. When it's apologize because he, he running after he, the love of his money is, is more stronger than loving his people and being right. But the most I going to deal with all that. Uh, Nick Cannon. You see, y'all run around these clowns. That's the, they, they, they hardly, oh, they hardly is not strong enough to come, our common man. Only reason why they got, they hard stronger like that because they got that loot. But when it come down to when nobody got nothing, they can't do nothing. They too compromised, man. And then these clowns don't know that the money that, that they go into cryptocurrency and they trying to do this new changeover on this money thing, but they still selling themselves soul out. They selling their souls out. And then y'all sitting up here looking at these clowns, just like I used to, but the most I opening my eyes and reasoning, understanding, and wisdom showing me other. Because you got to have a little reason to understand what's going on. Promote your brand here at Vile Hip Hop News. Email me, samant at vhiphopnews.com. No, wait, let's go. I think that it was more so, you know, the execs that pushed this agenda? Or do you think it was a mixture of the artists as well, you know, um, rapping that way? Because obviously, you know, they're rapping about this stuff, but this stuff is going on in the communities. Do you think the execs pushed this and changed the course of hip hop, in your opinion? Yes. Hmm. See, this is the this was an ancient brother oh god this is, was a, a, a old statement that was a mantra among slave masters when we were on the plantation uh in 1555 all the way through 1865 and beyond listen to this mantra that slave masters had nigga sing nigga dance nigga jump or nigga die in other words sing for me dance for me jumps play a sport for me and if you're not gonna be singing or or dancing or playing a sport for me the only thing I want you to become good at is being dead or dealing death and when you look at the world today you find that the only fields of human endeavor that black people are allowed to express their black excellence in without hindrance and suppression is in the world of sport play and entertainment other than that, we deal in death. So, so what happens to a young mind that sees that the only people that have the great wealth, the great success, the great fortune, the great fame are coming up in these three areas, dancing, singing, sport, or dealing death. Guess what they do? They take the genetic power their, their greatness that is built in their DNA 
and they channel it toward the areas that they know that they will be allowed to be successful in without hindrance and suppression by the gatekeepers, or in this case, the executives of the music industry. So, so you might have, you might have a artist that shows up, but there's a hundred other artists that's just as good as the one that shows up. But who does the executive pick? They don't pick the conscious version of, they don't pick, pick the revolutionary artist. They don't pick the one that has social commentary that will reshape the way people think. They pick the one that is going to promote the disrespect, degradation, and destruction of black people. And they say, here, let's, you come in, we'll give you the deal and put millions behind you and make you popular. So, so reality is this, music or the artists that are rapping, they are reflecting and representing what goes on in the hood. But hell, I don't need you to use your gift, skill or talent and your poetic wordplay to show me all the negatives that I've been looking at all my whole life. Now, when you get a gift like that from God, there's no school you can go to to learn how to to put wordplay together like Lil Wayne or Drake or Jay-Z. You can't, there, there ain't no school that can teach you that. God gave them that. And he didn't give them this skill set for them to reflect reality. He gave them the skill set that they could use that power to change the reality that we live in. So in that sense, yes, there is a thousand, I don't want to put a name out there because I don't want to belittle my brothers, but whoever's the best artist that is the negative artist that's at the top of the game right now, there's another thousand of them just like him, but some of them have commentary that would resurrect and redeem our people. They don't give them the deals. They only give the one the deal that's going to promote the foolishness. Did, did you know uh, brother oh god that Tupac whenever they did the song um, um, Two of America's Most Wanted mm-hmm. that in the commentary at the end he Tupac said he made a statement he said after we get finished with these black bees we can go after these Jewish hoes mm-hmm. do you know they made him edit that out wow not surprised they told him you can say black bees but you can't say Jewish hoes when Michael Jackson made the song, they don't really care about us. He said, sue me, Jew me, you will never do me. They made, they made him, made Sony recall millions of albums to take the word Jew out. Look at Kanye West's old song. He said, um, I can't remember the exact words. He mm. said something about uh, drug dealers buy Jordans and crackheads buy crack. And the white man's getting paid off of all of that. Listen to the radio version. And the word white man is deleted. It's edited out. So what what is it that you can't say negative Jew? You can't say nothing negative about white people. But every song we can make can whoop a nigga, kill a nigga. We we, we can always degrade ourselves. But we can't degrade no other nationality of people. Who set up and who controls that narrative? Think of that for a second. So, so this this is an industry uh, that is controlled by gatekeepers that do not care for the good of the rise of us as a people. They want us to continue to use the gift, skill, and talent that God gave us to reinforce nigger culture and nigger life because a nigger a, 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 a black man or a woman functioning like that is a non-threatening entity to white supremacy and a power structure that exists you know Kanye West is a good conversation piece right now to kind of go to because we see I mean we've seen him throughout the years but just recently Kanye West as a whole and he hasn't made everybody upset in our culture but he's made black people upset he's made white people upset and just recently he said some things that people deem to be anti-Semitic. Now, we've had numerous conversations about that conversation on this platform, and we see a lot of people upset about the anti-Semitic or the, the anti-Semitic he's been, quote-unquote, spewing. But we ask ourselves, what exactly did he say 
to deem it anti-Semitic. So can you just break down the, the term anti-Semitic and why when it comes to when we as a people just have opposition toward the powers that be and most of the time that happens to be people from the Jewish community, why they seem so hell-bent on not only calling us anti-Semitics, but just not even having a conversation around. Yeah. Hey, these brothers seem to be claiming that they are the true children of Jerusalem, the true Jewish people. They never want to have that conversation. Can you kind of That's right. expound on that? Well, it is a simple view of the dictionary of the word Semite. And it speaks of a Semite being one of an Afro or African origin or of the Arab population. So in that context, we are the real Semites. So to be anti-Semitic means to be anti-yourself. The, the thing that, that, that happens is they use this term as a way of, of muzzling and shutting people and putting you really into a social prison by which you will never have a platform to express yourself. Do you know that Oprah Winfrey has been called anti-Semitic? Did you know that Martin Luther King was labeled anti-Semitic? Frederick Douglass was labeled anti-Semitic? Desmond Tutu was named anti-Semite? Mandela was labeled an anti-Semite? Go the, look up the names. If, if the list is so long, anybody that's ever stood up, Marcus Garvey was labeled anti-Semitic. So most of the times when it comes to black people, anybody that does or tries to promote something good for us as a people, they find a way to twist it and make it against them. It's, it's, it's a magic trick uh, that they're performing. One of the things that should be looked at is when when Kanye West made the statement and he said, I think that I'm going DEFCON 3 or something. So look up what DEFCON 3 stands for. Yes, sir. It is a military maneuver wherein you are putting yourself in a position not of offensive against something, but in defensive and being prepared for whatever they've got coming for you. Mm. So there's, there's a lot that needs to be studied. And, and I think that that there should be some measure of of weight put on one of the latest interviews that our brother made where he talked about the drugs that they were giving him they he said that the drugs that they were giving him and the drugs that they give in the form of a psychoanalyst one as soon as they consider you to be bipolar schizophrenic or have any mental illness the first thing they want to do is drug you he said that he believes that they were given the drug they gave him and are given to us is designed to murder the creativity that exists in the mind. The drug that they gave him caused him to blow up and become overweight in a matter of weeks, he said, which means in his words that they were trying to kill me. So there, there's a lot that needs to be looked into deeper than the effects we see from Kanye West. I think there needs to be a deeper analyst of some of the things that might be causing what people condemn as an effect. And instead of attacking the effect, let's, let's attack uh, the causes. Of course, you've seen him in the shirt, White Lives Matter, and Everybody went crazy over that. And hey, went crazy over that. And the real truth is that, of course, we are sensitive to hear such a statement or see such a statement on the back of a shirt of a black man or a white man because it has been a rebuttal statement for Black Lives Matter. And the reason we, in 2015, came up with the slogan that Black Lives Matter is because the way we were treated by the police, prosecutors, judges, and society in general, we were treated as if y'all don't think our lives matter. There are no white Trayvon Martins. There are no white Tamir Rices or white Sandra Blands. There are no white Freddie Grays. We are the only ones. There, there are no black police 
vigilantes going out killing white teenagers in white communities, but you have white ones doing that to us. So we said black lives matter because the world obviously didn't see that. White lives matter is what he had. Is it true? Yes, all lives do in fact matter because all life comes from one source, God himself. And anything that is in existence is by the permissive will or the active will of God himself. So anything that exists does matter. But we are hurt and offended as a people because we see him saying that at a time when we're trying to make it clear that we are faced with uh, injustice. But white life mattered to God for him to bring it into existence. Black life matters to God for us to bring it, him to bring it into existence. So technically, the slogan, the shirt is not a false statement. It's just the connotation or the commonly accepted definition of most people that say white lives matter. They're saying it as a response rebuttal to black lives matter. And most of the time it's coming from the mind of a, a racist white person that wants to do some harm to black people. Truth is, though, all life does, in fact, matter. And we are headed toward a world whenever there will be no tyranny, oppression, no injustice, no wickedness that exists anymore. And we won't have to wear any shirts or slogans because all life will matter that exists to those that are allowed to survive this great, great calamity that's coming on this world. When the new world begins, all life will matter and there won't be an argument anymore. Now, y'all, I want y'all, I got a little summit about a Kyrie, about what they say about Kyrie and what he do. These people could put out all and perpetuate the whole world that we scum, we dirty dogs, we filthy dogs, we're nothing but animals. They could project that out in the whole world. And then when we stand up and say we're the true children of God, that you're not the true children of God, you're an imposter. And then you want them to apologize to you and talk about your feelings hurt. See, this is what I don't understand. The ISA Jewish people says their feelings hurt, but they're feeling so our feelings shouldn't be hurt. When you furnish the slave trade, when you helped out in slavery, when you continue perpetuating lies, when you stole our identity and you claim to the world that you're the true children of God and you claim that you're the people of the book. You hurt my feelings. How come the Jewish people ain't apologizing to me? Semantics, y'all. Uh, it's an unfortunate situation.
focusing on the healing process of my Jewish brothers and sisters that were hurt from the hateful remarks made in the documentary. I want to clarify any confusion on where I stand fighting against anti-Semitism by apologizing for posting the documentary without context and a factual explanation outlining the specific beliefs in the documentary I agreed with and disagreed with. I had no intentions to disrespect any Jewish cultural history regarding the Holocaust or perpetuate any hate. Here is first. See, now he getting ready to give, getting ready to get some niggas out here to talk about it. But the, the subject is, the thing is y'all had to realize and understand. Kyrie opened up a can of worms, right? So these white people, these Jewish people already know that, hey, these black people are waking up. So we got we got to make him an example so that if any one of them, anybody do this or do that or do this, that they know it's going to be consequences. That's why I say when you got money, you're not your own man. You're not your own man. You done signed your death warrant to the devil. You're not your own man. Now, we gonna listen to y'all. I want y'all to listen to. I haven't heard this yet. I want y'all to listen to what they say, the commentary say, and and see how, if they gonna water down their words because this is this is their job. They supposed to be celebrities. They supposed to be our people looking for right and speaking on right. See if it's any scare or tongue twist or no saying in these. Okay, let's go reaction to these latest developments. Sadness. You, know, you don't take any joy in what's transpiring right now. Because you're watching an individual who's a phenomenal basketball player, phenomenal athlete, box office, at least once was box office. In terms of his talent, could be, would be for several years. You're watching him disintegrate before our very eyes. And it's all because of stubbornness, because of arrogance. I have religiously stated when I have criticized him that the biggest problem with him is not that his heart is in the wrong place because he is not a bad guy. It's that he thinks his intellect far exceeds those of so many others, that he is enlightened and that the rest of us are living in darkness and we need to come to the light that he is trying to shine upon us and therefore we'll be better off and we'll be more enlightened will be more educated. He comes across not as a student eager to learn. And he's not realizing that he's enlightening a whole bunch of people on a different level. He's enlightening a whole bunch of people on how to lose money. Kyrie Irving, that equates to a minimum of $330 million that he has cost himself. Sadly, the words and counting apply here. Kyrie Irving only cares about Kyrie Irving. He don't give a damn about nobody else but Kyrie. Now, y'all hear that? You know, this Stephen A. Smith and this this other, um, the fat dude. Um, the fat dude. You already know who I am. And, and, and for one thing, he said him, him, and, um, Green from uh, the one that um, him and Green was having an argument or a disagreement. Green that played um, basketball for the Clippers, the one that be bullying people. So he said he said something to him and called my man a coon. This dude is a coon, y'all. This dude is a coon. That's why they run after these Jewish people. And this is why we are, us common man can't get up here. This is house nigger stuff. This is house nigger stuff. So if my man put out something that he felt like it could edify somebody and, and the people of his people or somebody else that he need to edify, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with being your own man? You know what I'm saying? That's why I say y'all glorifying the wrong people. Y'all watching and listening to the wrong people. This dude right here, Kendrick Perkinson, this dude is a coon, y'all. And he could say he could say it to um, Green 
and say, yo, you know me, you ain't going to do nothing, you ain't going to bust a grape. I don't give a damn what you is. You and your brother, Stephen A. Smith, that's why I tell y'all, Stephen A. Smith is getting that money from the um, the Jewish people so he had to suck his words up so he continued to get this money and he's not his own man. He got his he got his mouth on that man boot. He got his mouth on his man penis. Both of them. Now, listen to this. Now, us as black men and black women, Latino men and Latino women, and we listening to this, right? This man went out here and, and seen something that was educational. He thought, it, it, you know, just read or whatever. Everybody could do this, but when it comes to showing us that we're the true children of God and these and this and, and, and the wickedness and the people seeing the wickedness, because my mother always said, a hit dog will always holler. If this, is, if this didn't affect or wasn't true, why is there so much of uproar? And now you got these niggas right here, these two trying to get the other house Negroes and check. I told you, y'all, they are the common celebrities, basketball player, football player, baseball actor, celebrity. They are the house nigger of the, the modern day house nigger. That's what they are. Call it what you call it, short if I ain't. I ain't gonna say all of them, but 99.5% of them is house niggas. It's all right to play the game. Okay, you playing the game, right? Check this out. They playing the game, but what you doing for your people? If you playing the game, sucking on the man boot, putting your man, you putting your mouth on the man penis, then what you doing for the what you doing for the community? What you doing for your race? What you doing for your people? Kendrick Perkins. What are how are you edifying your people to be to, to be the best person that they can be? See, y'all so minding delusional and colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK that y'all don't even know y'all in the delusional. And then when everything hit, you're going to wonder, but it's going to be too late. You getting your treasure now, Stephen A. Smith and Kendrick Perkins. You're, you're sounding like a coon, bro. He, how he, because he ruffled a little feathers. He ruffled a little feather because people don't like what he, he said. He's his own man. And if he found something that he could educate somebody or he found that people should look at this and check this out, what's wrong with that? Y'all tell me what's wrong with that. And then he said, well, I ain't mean it like that, y'all. I just found this fascinated. But if I offend y'all, I'm sorry, and this and that and that. Now the basketball, now the Jewish people are strong-armed the, the person of the who the owner of the team to suspend him for five games. And Kevin Durant wanna Kevin Durant see this and he wanna get a trade. And every that's why I said these niggas sitting out here bouncing balls and all that, like my man said. This is if you're not doing that, bouncing balls, playing with a ball, telling a joke, or putting your mouth on that on his wood, then they don't need you. And we got a whole lot of black men in that entertainment over there that got their mouth on that man wood. To know what made him all of a sudden, after he doubled down, he tripled down, issue an apology last night. What made him issue is when he got a suspension and he knew that it was actually going to hurt Kyrie Irving. Not the team or the organization or his best friend and Kevin Durant. No, it was going to hurt Kyrie Irving. I have not found one single owner that has expressed a scintilla of comfort when it comes to investing in him long term. They think he is a superstar talent basketball player who simply cannot be trusted to show up to work every day without issues. Now y'all see these house niggas. The Mosai be just opening up things to me and showing y'all. He opened the book up to my little narrative of what I was calling this out. Straight house niggas. The modern day house niggas. And ain't many of them like that, y'all. How can you be a black man and, 
and be under the thumb of Jewish people and be yourself. They doing all this wrong to your people, but they don't care. All they talking about is their money. All they talking about is this, but they fail to realize that money and all that shit that they got. The Most High getting ready to rip it off. That's why the Most High making this dollar bill fall like it is. Because too many of these clowns, these 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 Uncle Tom modern day house niggas, we see what they do. We see what they think. And we see how they try to twist the truth to relevant their livelihood and to put their mouth on somebody else's wood to make them feel good. That's what they do. And yes, Kendrick Perkins, look me up. You sound like a coon right now, bro. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. We are the children of God. We the one fit those curses, Deuteronomy 28, 68. Those people don't fit them curses, Deuteronomy 28, 68. See, you need to learn something. You're not too old to learn. You ain't too old to, to find out. That's why I say to y'all, the most high got most of these, these, these clowns sleep because he's not fooling with them. That's why I keep telling y'all, the most high is not dealing with too many of these clowns because they're going to be destruction with them. And you hear how clowns talk. And from now on, and when y'all just listen, listen what they're saying. See if they for y'all the common man or they got their mouth on somebody wood. Giving them, giving, um, wiggling their toes. Man, the truth is the truth, man. If it's a lie, if it's a lie, then how can, how can you get understanding or how can you get realization on a lie? Because every time, if you, if, if you see it on a lie, and then all of a sudden something pop up, then that truth gonna be a lie because you've been sitting on that lie. So you don't know what the truth is because you never seen the truth, you never heard the truth because you always sucking on that lie. Y'all watch him out. D.L. Hughes tried to do it. John Legend trying to do it to you. Stephen A. Smith trying to do it to you. Kendrick Perkins trying to give it to you. You know, I could go on. See, ain't nobody going to talk that real stuff. But you know, I'm talking too real now. So now they might kick me off now. I don't care. If they kick me off, that's the, that's the will of the Most High. You know what I'm saying? That's the will of the Most High. And I know my job right here is done. And he got something else for me to do. Hmm. So I'm going to keep on riding this until the most high says it's time to go. The truth is the truth, man. And I and then they sitting up here trying to killing us. They killing us, man. They wanted the people, the main people who got the clout that's killing us with the Caucasian man and don't care. If they cared about us, they'd be helping us, helping the judicial system um, stop killing these, killing un, unarmed black men. But if they, if they was the true children of God, would the righteous people will be making that happen? Well, if you're the true children of God and you're seeing all this unrighteous killing and, and you're supposed to be the righteous one in this world and be showing the edify to the most high that y'all are the true children of God, why y'all ain't cleaning up all this? Something to think about, y'all. The most high coming, I can't wait. I'm praying. I'm hoping. I may not be where I need to be. I may not be the one that he chose to be. But for the ones that did and is, I can't wait till the most high come. I'm praying every day. Every day hard now. They, they trying to get me. They trying to get me now. I see a little slow. But the most high got my back. I can do all things through the Most High who strengthened me. No weapon will form or prosper upon me while I got the Most High doing my, the Most High will. 
So y'all stay blessed, man. Y'all stay focused. And y'all continue doing those commandments, man. Those commandments. Those commandments. That's all the most I want us to do. And start loving each other as in the nation. And helping us build. We can't depend on the modern day celebrity Uncle Tom's. You know what I'm saying? We got to depend on us. Us common man and us common woman. Peace. Let's get it. Have you ever been hungry and can't eat? Have you ever been thirsty and can't drink? Have you ever been tired and can't sleep? What would you do if you knew you were all three? I've been down and now when nobody cares. Brain mm-hmm. falls down, you ain't got no choice but wait. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's a hard life, it's alright, gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out. Hard life, it's alright, gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out. Hard life, it's alright, nigga get back up, you gotta fight, boss T. When I'm home, chilling the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm home, chilling, I'm always tuned in to fame. He has the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes. Very When I'm home, Chilla, I'm always tuned in for days. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, Chilla, the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. Like it's falling, yeah, yeah. 
with the blue ribbon on the seats. How a shot like my God and the Prince of Peace. We a nation comprised of kings and priests. We're keeping up a side and feast and weeks. Ever since the sense of Adam, we've been falling. Fuse getting that dirty money, not all clean. Better answer the phone when it's calling. Spiritual treasure falling like it's falling. Yeah, yeah.